0: What's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Hardworking happy hour. I'm Sean
1: and I'm Catherine and as always we will be breaking down all things trades entrepreneurship and turning your creativity into a passion career. And
0: it feels good to be back in the podcast studio. We were out last week at HNA Hardscape North America. Catherine how'd you enjoy the trip?
1: I loved it. I had a great time. You did? Yeah.
0: What was your what was your favorite part?
1: Um I do have to say meeting all the people.
0: the people, the people, the people were great. And for anybody that doesn't know what that is, uh, you know, hopefully you listened to last week's episode with Dan Preston of Preston hardscape design. Yeah. And that was at the conference at HNA hardscape North America, the largest conference for patio boys and gals uh, <laughs> across the world.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe not the way. world,
0: but it's big.
1: Oh, I wonder if there's bigger ones abroad. Maybe. We should go to one of those and then learn all the their tips and tricks and bring them over here.
0: That's a pretty good idea because they say a lot of like the uh, design stuff Trends starts start. in Europe. Yeah. Then it takes like five, ten years and it gets mm-hmm. to America. We should do that. I think we should, too. Okay. All right. Well, see you guys later. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll have to plan that. Uh, but I think it is a good idea. Uh, yeah. So you enjoyed the the show?
1: I did. I loved it. It was great. I didn't, I wasn't really quite sure going into it because I've been to a lot of deck things. No hardscape things yet. Yeah. This was the first hardscape thing I'd been to and the first time you went, right? Yeah. To this one. Yeah. Um. So it was great. It was, it was so nice. So many people recognized you. That was fun. That was really nice.
0: I I was really shocked by that. Yeah. I was. It was. uh, And the coolest thing was a lot of people said, hey, we love your podcast. Yeah. And I was like, that's awesome. Because as we've mentioned before, we're just, we're speaking to a black void here. Yeah. There's no one else here (laughs) in case you guys didn't know that. So it was cool to uh, meet some of these people in person and, you know, hear what they like about it, hear what they, uh, well, we didn't hear anything they don't like about it. Yeah. Yeah. If there was anything, they didn't, they didn't tell
1: us. They didn't say anything. They were very kind people. <laughs> they were very nice.
0: Yeah, they didn't want to hurt our feelings.
1: Except one guy, we were like, oh, you like the podcast? Because he said he recognized us. And then he was like, what did we say? He said, oh, I recognize you guys from the podcast. We're like, oh, I like the podcast. And he's like, I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> yeah.
0: But he recognized it, but he us recognized from it. So it. that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll get him as a listener. Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe one day. If you're listening know. today. Yeah, let call. us know. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it was a really good time, went for a couple days and met so many people that we know from online that we've talked with that, you know, you feel like you really know, but you don't really know until you get to meet them in person and you get to chop it up, you get to talk shop. And uh, that was probably like the one thing, uh, the feedback about the podcast that I thought was the most uh, interesting was that people really enjoy the laid back nature of this that it's just like you know uh they might not have somebody to just chop it up with talk shop at the end of the week so yeah. you know they can kind of feel like uh hey you know not alone i'm here dealing with issues yeah we all are we all are but we all get through them.
1: amen amen to that
0: <laughs> amen to that <laughs> all right well all right. uh since last week we didn't we didn't have any drinks yeah. we might have had coffee or something but what do we got
1: this week, it's a very special week here in the Philadelphia tri-state area because the Philadelphia Eagles are undefeated and the Phillies have gone have made it to the World Series. And as of tonight, they will be playing their first game. This will be out on Monday, so there will be two games in then. But tonight, they're playing their first game. So we are having the traditional Philadelphia beverage, which is called a Citywide. Yep. It is a very high-class drink of a PBR and a shot of whiskey.
0: Okay. Here's your shot of whiskey.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: and you cannot chicken out on this.
1: <laughs> I might take like half of it.
0: No, that's fine. Okay. Also, that's it's like in an compromise. airplane
1: bottle, so kind of hard to drink.
0: Also, yeah. I'm a
1: little sick. I don't know if I... Should, or maybe whiskey's good for you when you're sick. It is definitely... That, like that like a,
0: used to be medicine. Yeah. It still you're is right. medicine for medicine. <laughs> a lot of people out there. Take your medicine.
1: I think this is the first shot we're taking on this podcast. So, yeah. So, uh... Very, this could go off
0: the rails. This might go off the rails. <laughs> and it, it's been a, two weeks since we've been in the podcast studio doing yeah. the podcast. So I'm excited to go completely off the rails. Oh, yeah. And uh, just get, you know, some really squirrely energy out. And But besides that, we do have some good stuff to talk about. So, <laughs> all right. Cheers. Cheers. Citywide.
1: Citywide. Ah. Took a very small sip of that. <laughs> oh God! <Sorry. laughs>
0: yeah, you really punked out there.
1: I did. I really don't like whiskey.
0: That was pretty Ooh. good. I've never had the Tennessee honey. I've, I thought Daniels. I did.
1: I I wussed out a little bit because I thought this might be a little bit easier for my for lady. My, my delicate taste. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, the honey's probably good for you too to you know soothe the yeah. throat. So it's, the it's it's really gonna right, be a big city-wide. week for Philly sports because tonight. Phillies World Series tomorrow. Yep. Phillies World Series Sunday. No birds. World Series, but the birds are the on birds. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. World Series Thursday. Birds. Birds. Friday, Saturday, if needed. Phillies.
1: Yep. 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 So, but
0: they're gonna beat them in four. So,
1: it's very exciting. It's maybe. so fun uh-huh. to be a fair weather fan because I have not. I did go to a Phillies one Phillies game this you did this year one. Nice. Yeah. Uh We were in like a fancy box though, so I didn't pay attention oh, to it nice. at all. I stayed inside and watched. Um, I think the Sixers game on TV in the stadium, and ate some snacks. But if you're a fair weather fan, it's so fun. Right now, it's so exciting. Everyone's so excited, and there's like palpable just energy energy. in the air in Philadelphia. So it's cool.
0: And they call it Red October.
1: Yeah, it's like as soon as I heard that,
0: I've been saying it nonstop. (laughs) I've used it as an excuse at home all the time. Sarah will be like, hey, uh, can you do this? I'm like, hon, it's Red October, okay? We don't have time for that. The Phillies need us. It uh, doesn't really work out that great, but
1: no. <laughs> it's still fun.
0: Okay, so... All
1: right, enough sports. This is the sports Not sports, stuff. yeah. No sports,
0: no sports talk. Uh, okay. All right, so
1: what was your favorite part of H&A?
0: My favorite part was, believe it or not, the people. Are
1: you going to say the people? I <laughs> the, you people.
0: Might say the people. <laughs> so... It was. It's really cool to just go and, like, if you've never been to a trade show like this, to just mm-hmm. see how big it is. Yeah. It's, like, unbelievable how it much is. stuff is there. And there was a couple, like, cool little things that we saw that we wouldn't have seen otherwise. A lot of the stuff that is more affiliated with stuff that we already use, mm-hmm. like, we've already seen. We've seen it online. They weren't unveiling, like, a lot of new products or anything this year. So, um. But it's just cool to like walk around, see what's out there. You might find one or two like little gems of like a supplier or a tool or something that you've never seen before that is just perfect for what you do. And it spans like the whole hardscape and green landscape industry in general. So it's really cool. You'll definitely enjoy your time if you've never been to a show. And the first time I went to one, I was like, I was just so blown away. And it was just like such a cool experience. I think no matter what you find at the show, by talking to people, by being around that energy, like you're going to leave feeling motivated to just get out there and kill it.
1: That is so, so true. It's so cool to be around so many other people that like love the same thing that you are doing. Because I feel like work can it can eventually feel like monotonous if you don't if no one else is like as passionate as you are or like yeah like kind of like we are speaking into a void into this podcast if you're just constantly talking to your friends about pavers or whatever they're gonna be like all right man cool whatever yeah no one cares, no one cares dude. Your paper, dude yeah but um but to be around so many other people that are so passionate and are just like artists when it comes to this kind of stuff it's really really exciting
0: it is really exciting
1: and. That lawnmower caught on fire. That was pretty exciting. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't see that,
0: but that would have been so cool if we it was, did it, see yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it was the talk of the town. Everyone yeah. was talking about it. And a DeWalt electric,
0: electric mower.
1: Like a like a zero-turn motor mower. Sit-on yeah, rider. Like the, the big guys.
0: Caught on fire. <laughs> like fully <laughs> like, engulfed. Like
1: very on fire. <laughs>
0: yeah, like the most on fire it could possibly catch. That is going to be bad for them, I think.
1: Yeah, I think so, too.
0: Somebody's going to get fired, whether it was their fault or not.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Um. I feel like
1: it's not good for not only them, but, like, for electric motors, electric mowers as a whole. Everybody else is probably pretty pissed, too. Like, oh. Yeah.
0: You guys should have figured that thing out (laughs) because now you're making us all look bad. All right. Uh, So we had a great time. We met a lot of people. We made a lot of cool connections and deepened some connections that were already existing. Yeah. What else we got this week, Catherine?
1: Uh, What about H&A?
0: You know, I don't know. What else?
1: Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the the disrespect.
0: Oh. The disrespect? <laughs> Which disrespect are we talking? To you? To me, yeah. Are we going to go are we, we just, <laughs> what are we just going to dive right into that?
1: I thought that's what you were bringing up. I'm I don't I don't need to talk. I mean, Okay. We can touch so, on it. We're not, I'm not going to say any names obviously, but I'll. we can touch on it.
0: We can touch on it? Yeah. Okay. So okay. You probably need to get this this whole why don't you just go on a I feel like you need a venting session about this, this whole could be, this sexism might, yeah
1: this might be my venting I I don't want to go too it because I don't want to be the like the face of like female hardscraper because I'm certainly not and and I don't want to have to take on the plight of like people being rude to me because that's not I don't want to be a victim however <laughs> There were two separate instances at this hardscape convention where like people just straight up ignored that I was even a human standing there with Sean just so they could talk to Sean. And it was it was like the rudest anybody's ever been to me in my whole life. And the one guy like I went to even shake his hand and he just completely ignored me. And that same man did it like like two to three times that entire time because we kept seeing him. And he loves Sean, so he was like, he was around for sure. Yeah. And, Just added uh, me on Facebook, actually. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. friended Yeah. Me. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And uh, at one point even reached, like, I was sit- we were sitting in a booth. And I, was- <laughs> I was on the outside and Sean was on the inside of this booth. And this man reached over me to shake Sean's hand. And then all the other people mm-hmm. who were men at the table didn't even acknowledge that I was a person sitting at the table, which I think is a very interesting way to do business because... He doesn't yeah. know who I like. I, and I certainly don't expect him to know who I am. But like, you should still be kind to people and like acknowledge that they're there. I'm a hardscaper, just like everybody else at that convention. I have just as much say in what par- products we buy that everybody else does. So
0: you got that right.
1: And uh, this man just he and it was there was another man that did basically the same thing, too. And it was just wow. It was yeah. astonishing.
0: Yeah, it they weren't even rude to you. They were nothing. to Yeah. You. <laughs> You didn't even exist <laughs> yeah, to them.
1: Which isn't, I, and a lot of people think that I am the wife. Everyone thinks, like, and a lot of people do bring their wives to these trade shows. So everyone who, like, they don't know who I am. So they're like, oh, she just, she's a lady here. She must be somebody's wife.
0: Can't be a hardscaper. Can't,
1: pros- can't possibly be a can't hardscaper. Can't be involved
0: in business decisions.
1: <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. So I'm. I assume that he thought that I was your wife. But even if it had been Sarah there. And Sarah's not involved in the business. And to my knowledge, she probably doesn't care that much about hardscape products. Not really. (laughs) So even if it were Sarah standing right there, it still would have been incredibly rude. So I just feel like that's a very interesting way to handle business. And I think that this industry needs a shakeup because those were the two most blatant times that it happened. But there were other times where it was like,
0: just a little bit, just
1: like subtly, like cutting me out of a conversation or like boxing me out of a circle. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, very interesting. <laughs> very
0: you said interesting the industry way. needs a shake up. I feel like you are, you're kind of leading that charge I'm gonna be to the shake, shake up. it up. I, I feel like you're the shaker.
1: I'll, I, yeah. That's I feel roll. one thing I
0: have learned about you probably <laughs> over the past like week or so, you are very driven by vengeance. I am. <laughs> Somebody double crosses you. Watch <laughs> out. Catherine's going to come for you and she doesn't care who she gets as collateral yeah. damage. She's taking you down.
1: I just, yeah. Hey. if I have a good reason to, I think that I will. Is <laughs> that like, man, that was, that was just, it's so rude. I just can't imagine being in that position where you're just that blatantly rude to another person. I and thought I'm not going to name names, but if DM me and I'll,
0: <laughs> then yeah, she'll tell I'll you. Tell
1: you.
0: <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I think so. The first time that it happened. I didn't, I didn't realize that it had happened. Yeah. Um, you know, cause I was, I was talking to him. We were engaged in a conversation and maybe, mm-hmm. and then even when you told me, I was like, you know, maybe he was just like locked in on me and and yeah. the whole world faded away <laughs> from his <laughs> peripheral. But then yeah. when we were at dinner, you were like, you were literally, I was trapped like a demonized <laughs> rat in this booth. And there was four people sitting there and he literally like did he hit you in the head with his elbow? Like I he, think
1: he like face palmed me and pushed me. He, ba- he basically away.
0: had to like you were, <laughs> you were like right in front of him, uh, closer to him than me. Yeah, and he like reached right across <laughs> you, and then proceeded to shake the next two hands and didn't even. He kind of like for one second was like, <laughs> like gave you like a little bit of like a nod, like a oh hello, mm. and that made me because. This might be a fault of mine. I always I always see the good in people. Yeah. I always I always give them the benefit of the doubt. Sure. Maybe he was intimidated by you. A powerful lady in the hardscape industry? <laughs> What could be more intimidating? Oh yeah. What do you think?
1: Definitely.
0: No, I don't think so. You know that okay. <laughs> All right.
1: I don't think that was it, but maybe. But thank could you for be. trying to make me feel better about
0: it. Okay. I don't think I need but, to make you feel better. I think that yeah. you are I think you seek out this these vengeance opportunities <laughs> to like drive you. Maybe, Would that be accurate? Yeah,
1: maybe I do, yeah.
0: Is this a common thread yeah. in your in your life? Did this happen I to you it. in commercial real estate?
1: Here's the thing that I after thinking about this at length. Yes. I do seek out opportunities where I am like the only female in the room and what, I don't know if I seek it out, but I have, I find myself in that position very often, like in commercial real estate or in sailing. Like we just went to a boat show, me and my husband, my husband has never sailed in his life. He doesn't know a single thing about sailing, (laughs) nothing. I've been sailing my entire life. We go to this boat show. Not one person approached me. Every single person approached him and we're like, oh, were you looking for a boat? Do you want to buy a boat? Blah, blah. Do you need these parts? What do you need? Blah, blah. Pat doesn't know a thing. He's like, yeah you know, he's yucking it up with these guys. But it made me think, I was like, I what is it about me that That's seeks out these things? Like, I, yeah. I don't know. Everything that I do, I like, I don't know. I like what I like. And it's all male-dominated industries, I guess.
0: That's very interesting.
1: But uh, I like, you know, maybe vengeance is my thing. And now <laughs> yeah, it's going to fuel me to... Yeah, maybe you just seek that to, out. Who knows? What are you
0: going to do with this vengeance? How are you going to channel this and drive you to <laughs> something?
1: I haven't decided yet. But okay. I, just, I just want... <laughs> I what don't want other it? women to be treated like this in the industry. So I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means, whether it means like seeking out other lady hardscapers and like forming some sort of community,
0: like a union. And, and then you we, gonna we're going to
1: unionize and then we're going to take down that one company that that man owns. I think, yeah, I think that might be it. That might be the move.
0: That is, it is very interesting because we've gone to quite a few, uh, trade shows. And the first one was deck expo. Yeah. Last, I don't know, November. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't even like considered. I thought that enough people like kind of knew who you were because, you know, you were on our Instagram. And so anybody that like knew me, I felt like would probably know who you were at least. And Anthony was there as well. So it wasn't like it was just me and you, Mm -hmm. but just the like pure disbelief in people's faces when they were like, oh, you must be Sean's wife. Yeah. And then you're like, no, no, I'm not. And they're like, oh, you must be Anthony's wife. (laughs) And they're like, no. And they're like, well, they're like, what are
1: you? You're unattended? Yeah. Are you lost? Are you lost, little girl?
0: Are you lost? And (laughs) that was kind of eye opening. Like, um, it's super interesting to like, that's just like a blanket, like, kind of feeling across the industry that it's not. It's not like doesn't come from a malicious place, I don't think. It's not like this is a lady, we have to, you know, scathe them from our industry. It's just like they go into it with this mentality that you have to be somebody's wife. Like you can't be a a contributing member to this industry. (laughs) Which is which is super weird.
1: Yeah. And I mean I like I to a certain extent I do understand because like when we were looking around at this hardscape convention, there there are women working the booths, but there are very, there were very few women like walking around looking at things. Yeah. And if they're like the couple women that I did meet, they were people's wives. So yeah. or, like they might be involved in the business, but they did also happen to be married to whoever else was yeah. operating the business. So I like, I get it, but on that side of things, but also like, don't assume that about everybody. Yeah. Cause for my, it's annoying for me. I hate that. Yeah. I hate, and I didn't realize that I didn't realize that was going to be a thing until <laughs> we went to deck expo and everyone was like, you're his wife. oh no you're his wife you're
0: like what about that guy over there (laughs) that waiter you
1: must be that man's wife who's wife are you
0: (laughs) you must work here as like a server or something (laughs) oh you don't you don't know anything about carpentry obviously um (sighs) it's also interesting because i've talked to a lot of people that have hired women within their carpentry or trade business Mm -hmm. and anybody that has they always say I want to hire more women cuz they're just like they get distracted less, they're more driven, they're more yeah, focused, they, you know, they're just like better employees. So it's like this dichotomy. Yeah. The people that do have <laughs> women within their business are like they're super valuable part of our business. We'd love to hire more women even in the field or in the office. But then there's other people that are just like Oh, you're a lady. You must be somebody's wife or you must be, uh, just lost or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I had yeah. several conversations about people saying that they're like, we, we can't find women. We want to hire women. How do we find women? So it's, you know, I think that the need, the want is there. I think that, you know, it's just like, it'll just take time, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I'm all fired up. I didn't mean to go into this rant about it, but
0: I, I, if it makes you feel any better, um, I had at least, and you might have saw them anyway, because you have access to, you know, my DMs and stuff. But at least a few people reached out, just super intrigued by your position within the company that you are like this Swiss army knife that's in the field sometimes that does a lot of the content Mm -hmm. video stuff that does contracts that, that does like a little bit of everything. And people were really interested in finding somebody like that. Yeah, Raven Builders was like, hey, you know, he, I think he, did he say he has somebody like that now and that he's, he's bringing a deck expo. It. I oh, forget. I, know. I didn't see, but <gasps> he's got a lady. I think he does. I think he has a Catherine. Oh. You're starting a wave oh my gosh. in this industry. Sheller outdoor. He was like really intrigued by it. He wanted to jump on a call, um, about finding somebody to fill a position like that. So well, that's amazing. Yeah. I think it is. You're making changes. I think, oh, God, Maybe. I, hope so. I don't know.
1: That'd be cool if I was. Yeah. But, um, Yeah. Other ladies, if ladies are listening to this, reach out to me. She's <laughs> lonely.
0: She's a lonely lost lady yeah. in uh, man's land. Yeah. And it's very scary for her. So please, somebody <laughs> reach out for I'm her lost. safety.
1: No, it doesn't. Ultimately, none of this bothers me. I do not care. It doesn't phase me. But I would like to see a change made. And I'm happy to, to <laughs> help like Part of me thinks happens. that you
0: you don't actually want a change to happen because you are so because fueled I am by it. fueled by the yeah because every time, time it happens some
1: sort of confrontation
0: yeah like you you get so <laughs> fired up about it I feel like you've you've come to really enjoy you seek out these Shaming opportunities people, you're yeah. just like grilling people like you gonna say hi to me
1: no <laughs>
0: Oh, you sexist man I'm gonna use this as fuel yep. to take you down
1: watch out for my memoir <laughs> one day
0: uh oh um all right so. Is that enough about yeah, HNA? and a That's enough. And, uh, and, and sexism. Taking down the, yeah. the patio patriarchy. <laughs> I think that's, that's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What else? Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about?
1: <laughs> um, yeah. I wanted to talk about... So at HNA or at Even Deck Expo, um, it seems like there's a lot of, like, co-mingling of industries happening. And I don't know yeah. if that's, like, a recent thing or... Um, we had a conversation with a guy who was kind of in the industry, I guess, more on the peripheral kind of way, but then he started doing pools. And he wasn't in of- the
0: industry at all, if you're the man that I'm thinking of. Oh, he wasn't? The so- the guy that uh, is like River Pools or something.
1: Hopefully he listens to the podcast. Yeah. I can't remember, I can't remember his, his, his name,
0: but he was in like St. Louis or something.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought he was in the industry, and then he just started taking on pools. He said
0: he was like a software guy and decided oh. to buy a, buy a pool franchise.
1: Okay. Well, that doesn't lend well to my point, but...
0: Oh well oh sorry, anyway. continue. <laughs> Forget that. Yeah, he was like on the peripheral well, of the biz yeah. and then
1: Well, it just seems like a lot of people are taking on more things. Like a lot like landscapers now will do Christmas lights in the So yeah. it's like just looking for different ways to diversify your business, I guess. Mm-hmm. And like uh Deck Expo, it's combined with the pool spa something. What's it called? The pool and spa. Pool
0: spa party. It is like PSP. I don't know what the last P stands for. <laughs> pool and Spa professionals I was say patio,
1: but that's not right. I don't know. I don't know, but it's a pool thing. And a lot of um like deck builders or outdoor living builders are now starting to take on pools because pools are in such high demand that they're yeah. getting their licensure or whatever you need. Um and uh, we always preach like niching your business down is like the best way. It seems counterintuitive but to grow, but I thought that that was really interesting to kind of do other things that might complement your business. Like for us, obviously we would not become like a pool company that starts doing 200 pools a year or whatever. But if we had the ability to not use a subcontractor and just do our own pools, like because a lot of our clients do want pools. Yeah. That would be kind of a cool opportunity. So I wanted to get your thoughts on, on that.
0: That is really interesting because we do talk about the idea of niching down a lot and it's been a focus of mine in the business for, Many years, but there's so many different ways that you can look at that idea of niching down. Mm-hmm. You can niche down to, you know, one specific task that you do. Like you are just somebody that comes in and does spackle on walls. You don't even hang the drywall. I don't, they probably don't call it just... spackle. They probably they call it mud in the industry, I think. <laughs> but like you just is that go a guy? Up.
1: That's the thing, though. Yeah, somebody who just tapers.
0: Does... Tapers is what they call them. They tape.
1: And that's all they do?
0: They just tape and spackle. They don't hang, they just tape and spackle. Okay. So that is like something, that's an example of niching down to a very specific task. You get so good at it. You Mm. know all the tools, you know everything about it so that you can be as efficient as possible and you just tackle that one thing. I think what we have developed our niche into is niching down to a very specific type of project and very specific type of client mm-hmm so within that i do think that there is like some room to introduce new things that might seem like a completely different trade like doing pool installations yeah i i don't think that we're ready to do that at this point but i don't want to rule it out because yeah. it every time that we have had a pool installation as part of a project that we're doing it has not gone smoothly yeah Every other pool company sucks. No offense. Probably not the guy we met.
1: He seemed like a nice guy. He
0: seemed super nice and like he was doing it right. Yeah. And he said he wanted to start the company because he was trying to get a pool and the experience was terrible. Yeah. So that's something to think about. I do think there is an opportunity there in some capacity to expand your services as long as it's serving to a certain end. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like with us, we are trying to give people that full turnkey outdoor living space. And I think doing something like pools or at the very least finding a really, really good subcontractor that we work with that we can communicate with would be a really good addition to what we're, what we're trying to build for our clients and for our business. Yeah. What do you think?
1: I agree with that. And I think... I like for us, we don't stop in the winter. So I definitely see a need for people like when, like the landscapers who do Christmas lights, that just makes perfect sense. You get to keep working. Um, pools always scare me because it just does seem. And I guess it's just because you're doing one really giant thing. So like if something goes wrong, it's like one really giant thing. And then it's it's like a huge liability to take on, but all the pool installers say it's super easy. So it's not, I guess if you're doing it correctly, then things don't go wrong. But yeah. Um, But yeah, it just seems like it would, it would make sense. And, and dealing with these pool subs has been not ideal, not ideal. It's been (laughs) far from ideal, far from ideal. It's, it's been such a pain. So I don't know. I think that there, I feel like there's something there.
0: I agree. I agree. And that is, that's another interesting thing. Like the fact that something really big could go wrong Mm -hmm. with doing a pool installation. Like there's this big mental barrier of entry.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? it's a big thing. It's a big... Yeah. You're just... You're doing probably way less steps than like building a deck or something, but that seems so small in comparison to yeah. a pool. They're huge. A pool is huge. <laughs> and and a crane. That's like a... Oh, that's it's commitment. a whole
0: thing. And there is this... If something goes wrong, I think everyone goes into any new venture with that mentality of, well, what if something goes wrong? What is like my, what is my backstop? What is my, my safeguard from, you know, just completely messing this up. And I looked at decks and patios, paver patios, especially there was like this bit of a safeguard that, okay, most of the time, you know, I'm, I'm going to do the base as good as I can. I'm going to, I'm going to really do it, but there might be certain spots where we have a little bit of settlement. Okay. Worst case scenario, I can pull up those pavers and I can assess it. I can address what the problem is. I can reinstall them and everything's good to go. Where one thing, when I first started, I never got into doing concrete because that was like, it's all or nothing. Yeah. You either know what you're doing, you do it in a very fast, you know, efficient manner mm. and you get it done. If you mess up, you got a big problem on your hands. Yeah. Yeah. As I was talking to that guy who does the pools, he said he had that situation come up where they installed a pool and it was actually a situation where the homeowner acted as the general contractor and they handled a bunch of the subs. Somebody that did the patios like pitched it towards the pool. It led to an accumulation of water draining around the bottom of the pool and it pushed the whole shell up out of the ground. But the good guy that this guy was, or at least seemed to be, he put that on his on his own business. He said, "Okay, you know, there are a lot of ways I could potentially get out of this and say, well, you know, it's really a drainage issue that caused this problem. We didn't do the pavers, that's your problem." But he took it as a learning lesson and said, "Okay, I'm going to learn from this. I'm not going to let somebody else dictate, you know, what's going on around the pool because it is going to affect my work." Right. So, he went in, he fixed it. He learned the lesson from it you know, we're going to take control of what happens around the project. We're not going to let a homeowner GC this anymore. So that was a cool learning experience for him. But it also, as we we're talking to him, made me think, you know, he was explaining what he had to do to pick this out of the ground. You know, it took him, you know, a couple days. There's been plenty of things that have taken us a couple days to like work backwards a little bit to yeah. fix whether, uh, you know, a wall is in the wrong spot or we realize that something isn't lining up, whatever it is, lots of things happen like that. But it just seems like this culmination of smaller pieces that you're dismantling seems a lot easier to stomach than picking a whole pool up out of the ground, resetting it. When in reality, we've done plenty of stuff that has taken just as long to redo and I think that that is a big barrier of entry for a lot of people, including myself, that just looks at it and it's like, this huge pool. It's so scary. Yeah. When really, it's like, you know, I don't want to oversimplify it, but it's this big fiberglass shell. It's got a bunch of hoses connected to it. Bing, bang, boom. You got a <laughs> pool. You fill it with water. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I think I think there is something there that maybe maybe we could at some point try it out. Yeah. I, don't know. I
1: think we should try. We're always about trying new things. We are? I don't know what kind. Yeah, I think we. we I think oh, we okay. like that. I we do still doing that. I think so. We still yeah. doing that. Trying new things. Thing. I, th- okay. I don't think we've run out of new things to try yet. But
0: we got to be getting close. Maybe that. <laughs> we got to be getting close.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think that. Um, I don't know. I, I I'd like to try it. I would. I I don't know what kind of like licensure you need in this. None. State. You can just do it.
0: Yeah, you don't need in New Jersey. Like you really don't need anything to do. Anything. Hmm. You gotta get the
1: permit, and then you're good.
0: You gotta get the permit. You you have to be a licensed home improvement contractor. But all that means is that you prove you have insurance and you pay like I think it's like ninety dollars a year for a license. There's nothing. Well, you're already that, so I'm already that, so I'm good. We're good. Yeah. All right. Cool.
1: Something to think about. Yeah. And I feel like people will just I don't know. Our last client just wanted us to build a tiny house, which is not something we do or have done. But she just had full. Faith in us. Faith in us that we could build her this cool tiny house, which I'm not saying we couldn't. I think that we absolutely could, and it's oh, just absolutely. like a, it's a culmination of other skills that you already have. So I feel like a pool is like, like the same thing. It's a culmination of skills we already have.
0: And you are like obsessed with heavy machinery. I am. Yeah. We would. Ha- you would have to be leading the charge on like <gasps> excavating and stuff like that.
1: Nothing would make me happier.
0: Okay. we will get you in a machine. A, a Tilt tater <laughs> We'll have to look into that. But
1: a tilt-a-tater is a tilt rotator. I don't know why we started calling it that, but for the people out because there. Because it sounds cooler. It does sound cooler, yeah. yeah. I think that it's a missed opportunity. It should be called a tilt-a-tater. Tilt-a-tater. So that's what we call it. Yeah.
0: I said that at H&A to like Andy Mulder. He has a tilt tater Yeah. And I called it that. And he's like, ah that's hilarious yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like well it just makes sense tilt rotator yeah totator, tilt tater <laughs> it's just it's just rolls out. i think it was a missed opportunity by them
1: tilt rotator is hard to say
0: tilt rotator yeah tilt that's rotator. just silly
1: too many consonants right in a row
0: i agree all right uh do you think we covered that enough uh
1: yeah i think so you think what so What you got what do you got going on this week
0: i got i got <laughs> really i got so much <laughs> i have so much uh, uh you know what? I think it's I think it's time for me to just get vulnerable.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: This You're podcast has become my little confession booth. Uh, I was in a bit of a funk. When was that Wednesday? Yeah. No, me, me, I was. I'm going to admit it. I know you probably didn't even notice. I
1: didn't even notice. You no. probably
0: didn't even notice I was in a bit of a funk, but I was in a little bit of a funk. It's a very very extremely busy time of year because it's yeah. design season. We have an issue with our next project that we unexpectedly need a grading plan by an engineer to start the project. So,
1: And that's going to take some time.
0: It's going to take about two weeks, so it's set us back. Uh, All this stuff happening at once, and probably one of the toughest things for me is timelines. Would you agree with that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah.
0: So we have all these designs to do. I had two designs due this week. I have two more due on Monday. Yeah. So a really difficult thing for me is to do things in a manner that I'm like leading up to that due date. So have it just about done the day before it's due. So then I can put the finishing touches on it. I can put together all the numbers right. in a bid estimate and I can send it out. But it it really stresses me out. It's one of the hardest things in business for me is to just... Be there doing all of these things and not feel like super overwhelmed. Yeah. So it does put me into a funk when I know that like that pressure's on, especially with designs, because these people have waited on a wait list. They've responded to multiple emails to make sure that they continue to be on a wait list. I've talked to them. They've paid $2,500 for a design and they've never even met me in person So there's a lot that they're doing out of just trust and faith. So I feel like there is a huge expectation from them to me to deliver something that's really going to wow them. So combine that with multiple designs due in a very short period of time and making sure that I spend adequate time on each design. It's something that really stresses me out. Yeah. It stresses me out a lot. And, uh, you know, I let it. I let it get the best of me this week.
1: Yeah, for that, but that's I okay. for that's... that I do apologize. <laughs> you were a bit funky, and that's, that's yeah, fine. Being in a funk every once in a while is fine, and I think this is the lesson learned for next week. I think that the way that we have done design season, I think it's great, and I think that yeah, it's still gonna work. But I think next time, what we'll do is make sure that. The time where you're doing the designs falls within the middle of a job because I think having it at the end of this job slash beginning of a new job and having all these designs do I think that's that's where you're yeah I think no matter what you're going to be stressed with doing designs yeah I think if if we spread them out that would still stress you out because then it's just constantly doing something that's like always like a lingering nagging thing that's I agree. on your back yeah so I think grouping them is still good but I think maybe making sure that they're in the middle of I agree. A job would be better for next year.
0: I agree. And I think one of the things that makes it feel the most overwhelming is it is a lot of tasks grouped together in one time period Yeah. that I can't really delegate. I would love to yeah. say, hey, Catherine, can you do this design for me? I'm behind. Yeah. But that's like a, a one thing that I have to do by myself. Yeah. I have to complete that, you know, dealing with the... Dealing with, well, I mean, you can help with dealing with the next client a little bit, and dealing with, you know, finding an engineer. But that was something I was kind of doing as well. And there was just like so much stuff going on that that made me feel super overwhelmed. Plus, we had just gone away to HNA. Yeah, we were away for a couple of days, so it took me a couple of days, probably till today. I was in a funk for like two days mm-hmm. and then you were sick yesterday. So I didn't even have the van. Yeah. I was trying to do a design like in my truck <laughs> that actually turned out to be all right. Cause I, I, I do apologize. <laughs> I went out and, and I sat on the, the basket chairs outside mm-hmm. and I was, it was actually pretty nice. <laughs> it was, it was pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just, uh, I was feeling very overwhelmed, feeling yeah. a little anxious about it. And I think, I think at the end of the day, that's pretty normal. If you're running a business, there's gonna be times where a lot of stuff, no matter how good you are at delegating or doing this or that, there's gonna be a whole lot of either tasks or responsibility that's on your shoulders at some point. Yeah. And I think if you care a lot about your clients, about your employees, you're gonna it's gonna be hard to manage that to a certain extent. And I think that's what it was. I feel this huge obligation to our clients, both the currents the clients that we're currently working for and all of these clients, future clients that are paying for a design. I feel like I need to give them my best. So it's just a lot to, uh, to give of yourself, I think. Yeah. And I think a lot of business owners can vibe with that and feel, you know, they felt that way before.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: So you're not alone.
1: Thanks for being vulnerable, Sean. you You're
0: welcome. <laughs> you're welcome.
1: I think it's totally normal, and I think that. Did you on n- the scale of things, you uh you don't get funky that often, and it's it's really? become so? it's it's come predictable. Like when I I know it's gonna be a bad day or whatever because not a bad day that's that's not the right word but you know funky day yeah when we get to the end of the job or whatever yeah um and they don't happen that often so I think that that's you're good. I think you're doing something right.
0: You know what the worst thing about it is
1: how annoying I get.
0: Yeah. That's, that's probably it because everybody else, everybody else, I can just like come into work and be like, ah, oh, what's going on guys. Uh, all right. Yeah, we're doing this. Okay. Yeah, we're doing that for whatever reason. As soon as I step in the van, you're like, what's wrong? What's the, what's with the vibes? And it's just like, well, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm fine. And you're like, you're not fine. What's wrong. Tell me right now. And then it's like, I have to fully confront these inner demons of overwhelming uh, anxiety.
1: I do. I do need to stop vibe <laughs> checking people.
0: It's no. we have possibly created a culture of toxic positivity <laughs> in the van, and as soon as anything's like the tiniest bit yeah. not extremely positive, <laughs> it's like, "What's wrong?
1: What's wrong? Something has to be wrong." What's wrong? they are still a professional.
0: Yeah, you love the the business personal. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah,
1: but. I didn't feel good today because well I didn't feel good yesterday and then I didn't I still don't feel good and uh, I went to work you're and you did though. you did the same thing to me today <laughs>
0: so yeah that was just a little bit of vengeance
1: <laughs> okay that's
0: that was fair. Uh, that was like a vibe that check is to fair. you <laughs> like oh you're sick Oh, poor Catherine see that's why ladies shouldn't be in the industry <laughs> they get sick too often with like scarlet fever <laughs>
1: scarlet fever yeah
0: you would die on the Oregon Trail did you ever play I don't that
1: think game so yeah I did. That was awesome. You always died of like dysentery or something.
0: Oh, yeah. Probably I'm scarlet not, fever. I prob, don't know.
1: Prob, I don't know what either of those things are, but
0: I don't think anyone does because I don't think they exist anymore. <laughs> thanks to modern That's medicine. Good. That's real good. But uh, that was always the best in like second grade computer class. Oh, you're yeah. like, we're going to play Oregon Trail. Yeah. It's like, you sweet. got a free day or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was looking back. It's probably just when the, the teacher was hung over yeah. or something.
1: Yeah, kids, you can do it you want. Yeah. Just shut up. <laughs>
0: You know, that actually brings up something really interesting. So um, I just got done reading David Goggins' book, Can't Hurt Me. Uh-huh. And one thing that he talked about in the book was he's becoming this Navy SEAL and he like he does the, the most insane physical uh, achievements that you can possibly imagine. Just puts his body through the most insane, rigorous things mm-hmm. ever conceived. And he had this point where he was in the Navy SEALs And he always had them on this, like, absurdly high pedestal of, like, superhuman capability. And once he got there, he found out that he was, like, one of the people going the hardest that was, like, always trying to push himself to as absolutely far as he possibly could. And he had this, like, realization that when you meet somebody that you've always looked up to and held in this super high regard you realize that they're just like human at the end of the day. And they're kind of just like you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's weird, especially like when young kids came up to me at HNA, they were almost like, Oh my God, like I love your work. Like you inspire me so much. And it was like, it's kind of weird because I'm like, I don't like, I'm just figuring this stuff out as I go. Like I don't have it all figured out by any means. And I feel the same way when I meet somebody that I look up to so much. It's almost like until you meet them in person, you you like look at them as somebody that's like beyond human. Yeah. That that isn't just like you and I don't know what I'm really getting at, but I th- I think it's just <laughs> that like when you're networking with people that are in the industry, especially people that you look up to, yeah. that you have like followed and you you just love whatever they've done, whether the way they've built their business or personal achievements that they have it's once you meet them in in person you realize they're just human like you yeah and it like puts things in perspective that you can achieve that too you know i mean there's not something like insanely novel about them or they don't have this ridiculous god-given skill set a lot of times it's just a culmination of hard work yeah and when you see that in person i think it helps put it in perspective that if you work hard, you can get there, too.
1: Absolutely. What do you think about that? I think that that was very profound, Sean. You think so? I don't know where that came from. I don't we know. We were just talking about the Oregon Trail. But yeah. That's
0: <laughs> you'll get a lot of <laughs> profound thoughts on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> you're traveling across the wild frontier. You don't know where you're going. Mm-hmm. You barely remember where you came from. There's no turning back. No turning back. You've got eight kids in the back of the wagon. <laughs> Six of them already died of dysentery <laughs> or whatever.
1: Uh, yeah, but that's that's very true, and yeah. I think that uh, yeah, it was nice for all the people to stop and like and like um, we talked to kids who were I don't I shouldn't say kids they were adults they were like but they were like, they 18, were like eighteen or yeah. something and they were doing a competition and it was so cool and and they loved all your stuff and it was really nice to see like yeah the next generation and and it- they're probably gonna do cool stuff. the next generation is going to see and exactly they'll look up to them and be like wow
0: exactly and it was really cool because it was a male and female team
1: it was there
0: was a female hardscaper there It was competing and they were there like their professor or something yeah they were going to like some landscape type of school and
1: i didn't know that existed i didn't i didn't want to ask because (laughs) we were like in this like very loud concert Thing when they were talking about yeah. it and they kept saying this is my professor and and i was like i
0: can't i didn't want to lean was... in and be like are you sure this guy's like accredited <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but i think they what went what to like university of massachusetts and uh i don't know maybe they listened to the podcast i don't know, yeah, I don't know. but uh they were super nice i wish i remembered their names but uh the chick was rocking some pit vipers when we saw her the next day in the parking lot that was pretty was sweet yeah
1: <laughs> pretty cool
0: pretty sweet <laughs> so uh yeah that was really cool to like just see some young people that were like super passionate and i don't know if he was just saying it because i was he was talking to me but he's like you probably inspire me more than anybody else and it was like whether it was made up or not it was (laughs) it felt nice and it was also like dude i was literally in your shoes like you have so much more experience than i had when i was like 26 yeah or 27 even And he's 18 and he's competing in a hardscape installation thing. So it's like, if you just like put your head down and do the work, you're going to be light years ahead of me by the time you're 34. So I think it's all about perspective. And when you can meet people in person and you can just see that you can like it's easier to like see their their vulnerabilities or their faults or that they're just another person when you talk to them. Yeah. At least most of the people and it can be really helpful to you know just keep you going. Yeah. Realize that that's achievable and so much more.
1: Yeah, it's very humanizing. Yeah. yeah. That's why everyone should go to trade shows. They're great. I agree. I they're agree. Really really great.
0: All right. Well, uh I th- do you
1: think that we've rambled on long enough? I think so. I think uh, I, I believe think that we
0: have. Uh, you know what? It's time for everybody secret question. The
1: secret question.
0: The secret question. <clears throat> what do you got? You got something oh, for I was me? Hoping you were going. I first. went first last time, so you...
1: <laughs> that's not going to work this time. Oh, it's
0: not. Okay, Mr.
1: Collins grew.
0: Okay, do you want me to go first? I do. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of somebody that you looked up to. Um, have you ever had a situation where you have looked up to somebody and held them in such a high regard and then either met them or they did something that kind of like shattered that perfect image of them? Oh, what do you got?
1: Oh, that's a, that's a good question.
0: You like that? Um, yeah. Just thought of it. Thanks. Appreciate it.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, this is a great question and I can't think of like any specific Necessary, like, necessarily any specific people, but um, when I lived in Los Angeles, I you kind of just run into a lot of like this sounds like a weird humble brag, but like you just run into a lot of famous people. Or at the time, I was dating someone who worked with a lot of like quote unquote famous people, so I would meet these people, and they were all very like at the end of the day, you realize they're just human, like, it's not. Like, like once you meet these people, it's like it kind of like removes a veil. So I feel like I can't think of any specific examples of of them, like shattering my my um,
0: view of them, view
1: of them. But but I feel like it was just it, it was very humbling to know that, like, no one's better than you. No one's worse than you and no one's better than you. We're all in the same playing field. And just it's because true. they have like fame or whatever, it doesn't mean that they're any like cooler or better than you
0: or happier
1: or happier definitely not happier
0: yeah that's something to keep in perspective yeah is would that be uh like a situation where you'd say kill your idols is that kind of like a what is that sex pistols I'm not is sure. that kind of how that comes into play
1: <laughs> i'm not sure i know what you're talking about you don't what <laughs> is it a song
0: like punk rock like kill your idols i mm. think it's uh i think it's from sex pistols okay you can maybe maybe do a google on that I'll later do i don't book, know yeah People probably know what I'm talking about. It's like in the zeitgeist. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, but yeah, I yeah. just... Uh, every, at the end of the day, everybody's human. And no one's better than you and no one's worse than you. And that's how you should always carry yourself. Did you... That's my, that's yeah. my view.
0: Did you look at... Was there like a, a, a transformation within your own mind when you did meet a lot of these people and especially realizing maybe they're not happier than you are? Like, did oh that gosh, kind of absolutely. like break something down? Like, these people have achieved... So much of what's, you know, normal people would be like, this is success in some, some way, shape or form. And they don't seem happier. What did that do for you? Yeah. Break it down.
1: Um, so this is like a very weird story and I won't go into too much detail and bore everybody, but there was this one night we went to, um, a 30 seconds to Mars concert. I loved 30 seconds to Mars at the time. We is that went, Jared Leto, Jared Leto. Yeah. Yes. Um, we went with this guy who was on dancing with the stars And so he was like VIP, blah, blah, blah. It was like a Halloween party. We went to this party. There were all these famous people. I was just like in awe, like the whole night. It was so cool. It was at this really cool place. Everything was paid for. I was like, this is the best day. This is so cool. And the guy that we went with, he just cared about like status and like upping his status and like wanting to be around the most famous people there. Or, and he was miserable the entire time. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, we are both having the exact same experience and I'm like, so at awe, And I'm like, this is so cool. I'm having so much fun. And, and he was like, just trying to like hustle and be miserable the whole time. And I was like, that's huh. really interesting. Cause this guy seemingly has everything. Like he's, you know, people know his name. He's like, whatever. He just seemed so, so unhappy. And it just blew my mind. Like I, you know, something so simple made me so happy. And I thought this was so cool. Yeah. And then this guy who's got everything.
0: I'm pretty simple at heart, like a f- free food spread and free yeah. drinks. I know. Uh, yeah, they usually have these at at like conventions. I couldn't be happier. Yeah. Anytime that food and and beverages are supplied, <laughs> I am That's happy as need. a clam. I know it's great. So, okay, well,
1: and we had good concert tickets. I was like, this is so fun.
0: Oh yeah, how do you like network and stuff while concerts going on?
1: Well, the, we went to that the concert first, and then afterwards after party after party oh, okay at, uh, that makes sense chateau marmont
0: chateau marmont
1: where uh <laughs> i'm
0: this not is turning into
1: like a very bizarre uh conversation no well yeah but rabbit hole Okay, that we've just gone down. Anyway, so what's your what's your celeb story?
0: I would say uh, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head, really, except for the time that I met a Jonas brother.
1: What? <laughs> yeah, a Jonas, brother? a Jonas
0: brother in New York City. Okay. Uh, I was shopping at uh, uh, a store called Top Man. Top Man. Top Man. Have you ever heard of Top Shop?
1: Yes. This That's is the, the man version. The man version of okay. Top Shop.
0: So I'm there. I'm walking around. I come down the escalator and I do that thing where you're like, "Oh, nope. Oh, you go. Nope." Oh, and you go oh. the other way. You know the awkward <laughs> shuffle. Yeah. Finally, after what felt like an eternity, we 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 split separate ways, and I say to Sarah, "I'm like that was a Jonas brother," and she's like, "No, it's not. That's not a Jonas brother." I'm like, "That was one of the Jonas <laughs> brothers. I know it." And which one? Uh, I can't remember. Maybe Kevin. The middle one. Maybe. uh, Yeah, I think so. Okay, I think so. Okay, And but I knew it was the Jones brother. (laughs) And she was like, no, it's not. And then we did some research. We followed him around the store a little bit. (laughs) She looked up like who his (laughs) wife was and that was her. And, uh, you know, and he also had like a Twitter update that said like shopping in New York City today. And that um, I mean, this isn't really that that. That profound of a story but it was it like
1: a shine off because you guys were shopping at the same store
0: n- well that and uh i don't think i ended up buying anything <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> i had like no money back then at <laughs> all but uh you know one of the most human things that you can do is the awkward shuffle with somebody when you are walking that opposite directions <laughs> and you realize that uh you know kevin jonas or <laughs> whichever one it was <laughs> he has to endure that as well and eventually He's the one that stopped and let me go. So
1: sorry, Kev.
0: He felt the iron warrior within me. And he was like, I'm going to let this guy go. Um, all right. So that was like the most mm. random non sequitur yeah. answer that I could have possibly given. But uh, it's the only thing that came to mind. So shout out to the, the Joe, bros. Uh, shout out Joe bros. But I was really surprised because I was like, that was definitely a Joe's brush. Like, you don't have any idea what you're talking about. And I was like, that was definitely Joe's brother. I would bet my life on it. And it was.
1: I'm impressed you knew and she didn't.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> They have a look about them. You they can do. just tell. They do, yeah. You can just tell. And so,
1: I do see where you could confuse them because they all do like look vaguely similar.
0: Yeah. So I knew it was one of them. I didn't one know which them. one, yeah. but I was like, that's one of them. I know it's <laughs> one of them. The other two have to be around here somewhere. Okay. Uh, what do you got, got for me? travel Yeah.
1: Um... Okay.
0: It'll be a miracle if anyone is still listening at this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, my secret question. What do yeah. you think... Okay. What is your most... What do you think your most annoying trait is? <sighs> and what do you think my most annoying trait is?
0: Wow, that is such <laughs> a amazing good question. <laughs> my most annoying trait, I would say like... This is kind of a cop-out answer, but... Uh-huh. It's just being annoying. Like sometimes I get in a mood and you know what I'm talking about where I'm just annoying on purpose and I can't help it. I really can't. And it's been a part of me for a long time and it's never going away. Like sometimes I just, I'll just like, I'm trying to think of an example. Like you'll say something and I'll pretend like I don't know what you're talking about. And I'll ask like the dumbest question you could possibly even conceive. And I'll, and I'll just be really annoying, just just really punish everyone around me uh, that has to cross my my way at that time. That's probably my most annoying trait.
1: Is that you are annoying?
0: Yeah. Okay. And I don't know how, to, how otherwise to explain it, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. I get in these moods where I'm just like, I am just... I'm just out there just being annoying for the sake of being <laughs> annoying and it makes me laugh and be happy so you all have to deal with it some uh, boss yeah I'm trying to think of something very specific though can you think of anything
1: uh um,
0: I guess that's not the point of the secret question you can't answer it
1: well I have to answer for you too
0: uh like
1: you answer what you what's okay. annoying about you and then you answer what's annoying about me and then I answer what's annoying about you oh, and what's
0: annoying about me. Okay. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. <laughs> All right. The most annoying thing about you is... ah, uh, I don't know if this is annoying or just distracting, but the absurd <laughs> amount of belching that you do. I think you need to go to a gastroenterologist. <laughs> you burp you more say. than anybody I've ever been around. And... Uh,
1: <laughs> fair.
0: i don't know if when you first started working <laughs> the man you were like oh excuse feels me well i did a little burp now you're just like Bruh! and it's like and it's just like so <laughs> frequently and i don't know what's causing it but it seems like a medical issue at this point uh <laughs> should i keep going on more no, things I,
1: think we, well, if you want, <laughs> I can't really think of anything was- <laughs> else um that's
0: pretty much it yeah that's okay. Good? I think so. Okay. Alright, what do you got for me? What's the most <laughs> annoying thing about me? Um Well you can say your trait first.
1: My most annoying trait about myself. Yeah. Um Oh, I do so many annoying things. Um
0: What was the thing that you thought I was gonna say?
1: That I my vibe checks. My constant vibe checks.
0: No, I've come to rely on those. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, that's like my, my safety net. I know that I will get vibe checked before my vibe <laughs> gets too low because it's vibe checked like immediately as yeah. soon as I get to work every day. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's I fine. feel
1: like that. Okay. Well then I'm going to say that's my most annoying trait. Cause as soon as like, if any, if anybody's in a slightly downturned mood, like as soon as you get in the middle, like ants in a bat, ants, his vibes down. We got to, what do we <laughs> ha- We got to do something to fix yeah. it. It's never my responsibility to do anything. Nor yeah. can I. But yeah. uh, I take it upon myself to do that. Yeah. So I find that to be very annoying within myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and your most annoying trait?
0: There's gonna be a lot of them.
1: <laughs> no, actually, I think recently it's been this. You've brought this giant water bottle to <laughs> work. <laughs> it's comically big. It's like I don't know how big. It's a it whole is. gallon. It weighs like forty pounds. It's so heavy and so huge. And when you drink out of it, it is so distractingly loud.
0: Yeah, and I've been taking lots of pills. Yeah. I take 11 pills at a time. I have my yeah. <laughs> my fiber pills. <laughs> they just, they're great. You got to get on the fiber pills, the psyllium husk.
1: Oh, yeah. Take 10 Are of those so bad regular? boys a day.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'll be even more regular than you thought you were when you were regular. And um, it keeps you feeling full. Oh, it's great. Okay. And then I got, I take four focus factor. <laughs> 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 Jory is out on if that's working, but... That was an impulse buy at Costco. <laughs> and I uh, also got some, uh, I forget what it's, it's chondroitin and- uh, Oh,
1: glucosamine and chondroitin? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because my joints, joints are getting joints. old. Got to keep those things Gotta lubed up. Yep. So
0: uh, yeah, I take all of those 11 pills at once. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I it's chase it down of- with, I have a humong, <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it next week so that people can see it.
1: Yeah. It's huge. And it sounds, he sounds like those like gifts <laughs> of when like a kid is drinking and it's like- <laughs> like, they're just, like they've never drank water before that's what Sean sounds like at a very audible level yeah within our tiny van yeah
0: uh, okay well I'm glad I know that
1: I've already expressed you
0: <laughs> you have and uh when I feel like I'm in an, a mood to be annoying
1: that's where you're going I got a new
0: go-to yeah okay. <laughs> I can just do that fair fair like enough for a comically long period of time <laughs> all right I uh, think we've delivered what we promised, which was getting our squirrely energy out. I think
1: so. Yeah, I, I think the shot helped with the squirrely energy. I felt well, you
0: had like none of yours.
1: Yeah, it's still
0: <laughs> <That's>
1: <laughs> more than I ever drink on this podcast.
0: That's pathetic. Okay, well, next week Wait, we're gonna what?
1: I think we should propose. Speaking of that, we wanted to do an episode where we get drunk, like um, yeah, like a a drunk history type episode. Yeah. I kind of wanted to get the people's feelings on that.
0: Okay. If you've listened this far, you must be a diehard fan because we have gone off the rails yep. many moons ago. Yes. Uh, let us know if we should really get turned up for. We were thinking about doing it for a QA episode so yeah. we can like really, nice, you know, yeah. just break all the barriers down and we'll tell you all <laughs> of our secrets or whatever because we'll be drunk and we won't know what's yeah. happening. But we thought that could be funny. Yeah. And fun
1: be fun for us i don't know if it'd be fun to listen
0: to (laughs) yeah maybe maybe not we won't care uh okay so let us know about that yeah leave us a review follow us on instagram follow us on tiktok follow us on linkedin follow us on facebook follow us personally with gps just make sure that we're (laughs) air tag us yeah yeah. track our whereabouts make sure that we're safe (laughs) and uh i guess is that it
1: i think that's it oh thank you for listening this thank you
0: so much everybody and (laughs) until next time this has been the Hardworking happy hour
1: see you next week